Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, we are marching forward. Hallelujah. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, we are marching forward. Hallelujah. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Last week we began to study on, it says, 60 days of rain, preparing for 2021 before it arrives. Praise God. We began to declare that 2021 is going to be full of challenges. But we want to prepare ahead of time. And we declared 60 days of rain. And we said, what does rain mean to us? We said that to the world, there have been many reasons, many things that rain associated. You know, to, to some people, rain means what? Washes dirt. It cleanses dirt. And rain can also refresh people. Praise God. Rain does what? Refreshes. And it causes growth. And rain can also bring about blossoming. When something blossoms. If, if, if the rain falls, you see the flowers blossom and all of that. These are things that the rain means. But to us, these 60 days of rain, we say rain, arrow means for us what? Returning, revival, no, returning, renewal, and revival. The three R's. The three R's of revival. The three R's of R. Praise God. The three R's of what? R. That is returning, renewal, and revival. And we said, we said, aim is for us asking for divine divine direction. And I means for us what? Impartation for fresh ideas. And N means for what for us? New strategies for kingdom exploits. Praise God. During the week, we looked at returning. We took a look at, um, took a text from what? Isaiah chapter 30, verse 15. What does it say? Isaiah 30, verse 15. What did it say? It says in returning, Isaiah 30, verse 15, it says, For thus saith the Lord, God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest shall ye be saved. In quietness and in confidence shall be your strength. Praise God. In returning and rest shall ye be saved. And in quietness and confidence shall be your strength. We say we return to the Lord. Where we are returning from where we've missed it, from our mistake, from our walking away from the things of God, we say during this season, Lord, we are returning to you. We are returning, we are confessing our sins. We say, Lord, have mercy. Forgive us our sins. Forgive us our mistakes. Forgive us the areas we have made, made uh, fallen short of your glory. We return to the Lord. Praise God. We return to the Lord. The other R is what? Renewal. Praise God. We took our text again from Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. And it says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. 
and they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not be tired. We say, as you return to the Lord, you renew your strength. Praise God. And how does it mean to return to the Lord? What does it mean to wait upon the Lord? You, you, you fast. You pray. You, 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 you hang in there and say, Lord, what is going on? Where do you want me to go? And as you're staying in the presence of the Lord, you receive new strength, and then you're able to do more. Praise God. He said, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. The challenges of the times have made us weak. Hello? The challenges, the difficulties we have been going through has made us what? Weak. And so we need to renew our strength. For example, we said that if you have a car that has a battery and you don't charge it, what will happen? The battery will die. So in the same way, what is we need to renew our strength in the Lord. What are we going to use to renew our strength? The word of God. We sing praises, renew our strength in the things of God. And as we do that, our lives becomes renewed. Praise God. Our lives become what? Renewed. And today we are taking a look at the last part of R, which is what? Reviver. Praise God. The last part of the R is what? Reviver. So we are going to be taking a look at some scriptures concerning reviving us. Praise God. And see how we... Um, let's take our first text. Remember, our first text was taken from Psalm 85, verse 6. Let's go back to it. Psalm 85, verse 6. Psalm 85, verse 6. Psalm 85, verse 6. And what does it say? Verse 6. It says, Will thou not revive us again, that thy people may rejoice? Re- Will thou not revive us again, that thy people may rejoice in thee? Praise God. Say, so will you not revive us again, that we may rejoice? Praise God. Why do you need to be revived? Because we have become comatose. We have become what? Comatose. Comatose. Almost dead. Ineffective. Inactive. Say, so Lord, revive us again. Will you not revive us again? That we may rejoice. If you are not revived, it will be difficult for you to rejoice. Praise God. And so what are the areas of revival we need in our lives? We need three key areas of revival. Four key areas of revival. Four. Four. Four areas of revival. Praise God. Four areas of what? Revival. Number one, we need spiritual revival. But it says spiritual revival. We need spiritual revival. And what does it mean? Spiritual revival, what does it mean? It means reawakening. To reawaken. To increase your sensitivity in the spirit. That's what spiritual revival means. Reawaken yourself in the spirit. Increasing your spiritual sensitivity. Increased Increase spiritual sensitivity. Praise God. Increase what? Spiritual sensitivity. You're sensitive to the strength of God. Increase spiritual sensitivity. It means also taking spiritual things more seriously. 
taking spiritual things more 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 seriously taking spiritual things more seriously we are talking about spiritual we talk about spiritual revival okay it also means being more prayerful being more prayerful spiritual revival we talk about being more prayerful and giving more attention yes being more prayerful being be more be more prayerful and then giving more attention giving more time it means also giving more giving more time to the word of god giving more time to the word of god by way of studying it meditating on it praise god studying it meditating on it and reading it reading it studying it meditating on it these are the things that talk about giving more attention to the word of god that is reading it reading it studying it and what meditating on it As you meditate on the word of God you realize the Bible says the word of God is powerful is quick and is sharp as you meditate on it you will begin to experience the power of God that's how revival starts revival 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 spiritual revival involves enables you to we are talking about being increased spiritual sensitivity how do you have increase spiritual sensitivity as you study the word of god as you meditate on the word of god you become more spiritually sensitive praise god now that is one angle of um, revival that we need in our time because the times we live there's many things that um, are becoming blurred that are no longer clear they are no longer straightforward spirituality spirituality is no longer as as what is right is no longer as as easy as it used to be These days it's difficult to know what is right from wrong. So if you're not sensitive in the spirit, you'll not be able to know how to carry your life because everything now seems the same. When people lie now, they don't feel anything. People cheat people, they don't feel anything about it. People offend people, they don't feel anything about it. Because they're no longer spiritually sensitive. Praise God. So we need revival, spiritual revival. So I said there are four areas of dimen- four dimensions of revival that we need at a time like this. The first one is what spiritual revival. Okay? So let's take a look at the second um, dimension of revival that we need at this time. The second dimension of spiritual of revival that we need at this time is what economic revival. Praise God. Economic what? economic revival economic revival we need you need an economic revival you need what economic revival economy economic revival remember we are talking about 60 days of rain 
and we are taking a look at rain. What does rain mean to us? They say R means returning, renewal, and revival. And so we've taken a look at the first R is what? Returning. The second R has to do with what? Renewal. And we're taking a look at the last R, which is what? Revival. And we are saying that even in revival, we have four areas or four dimensions of revival. Praise God. The first one is what? Spiritual revival. The second one is what? Economic revival. Why do we need economic revival? You see, economic has to do about with the money, about money. Praise God. About your capacity or your, 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 the money that you have access to. Remember we said, when we were teaching about economy the other time, we said that you need money to pay your bills. Praise God. So, awareness of what to do to increase your ability to earn more money. You need to know what to do to earn more money. Praise God. You need to know. You need to know. To know. You need to know what to do to earn more money. To earn more money in a legitimate way. In a legal way. Because there are things to do to earn money. Because money is everywhere. But you need to know what to do to earn more money. So you need economic revival. You need it. It means knowing how best to earn more money or to make more money. How best, what, how can you do things well or better than others to earn more money? Praise God. Because you need money to pay your bills. Being, and we're also talking about economic revival, it also has to do with um, how to create wealth. Praise God. How to do what? Create wealth. We are wealth creators. You need to know how to create wealth. How to create what? Wealth. How do you create wealth? You create wealth by creating businesses. So you need to create businesses. So we're talking about economic revival. Creating businesses, businesses that create wealth. Praise the Lord. We need a revival in the church. We need economic revival in the body of Christ. We need what? Economic revival in the church. You know, anytime, most times we talk about a revival, people are talking about spiritual revival. Yes, yeah, spiritual revival is good. But you see, we are in this world. And it is money that answers to many questions in this world. And if you don't have that money, no matter how spiritual you are, you will still not be able to answer your... Praise God. So economic revival is important. It should be part of your prayer. Hallelujah. And so also economic revival means knowing how to expand your economic capacity for kingdom as assignment. How to expand your economic capacity... How to expand your economic capacity for kingdom assignment. Expand your economic capacity capacity for kingdom assignment. Because any money you have, any resources you have, they are supposed to be for kingdom assignment. Praise God. Your, king, your economic capacity for kingdom assignment. Economic capacity for kingdom assignment. Praise God. Hallelujah. We have said we have four dimensions of what? Revival that we need. Number one is what? Spiritual revival. Number two is what? Economic revival. Number three. 
is political revival. Praise God. Political revival. We need political revival. As a church, as Christian people, we need what? Political revival. Not revolution. People in the world talk about revolution. We in the church, we talk about revival. Praise God. Revolution has to do with violence. We don't preach violence. We preach what? Revival. Transformation. Praise God. So we need what? Political revival. And what does it mean? What does political revival mean? It means being aware. Becoming aware. Becoming aware of how politics affect your life. How politics affects your life. How politics affects your life. Because whether you know it or not, politics affects your life. What politicians do and what they don't do affects your life. So you need to know. You need to be aware. We talk about becoming aware of how politics affects your life. Because when you know how it affects your life, then you know how to adjust yourself. Praise God. But when you don't know, say, it doesn't matter. It doesn't concern me. Whatever they like. Whatever they like. Whatever they do. You say it doesn't bother you. It will bother you at the end of the day. It will concern you at the end of the day. Praise God. It also, political revival also means finding out ways to be part of the political process. Finding out ways. It means also finding out ways for you to be part of the political process. Finding out where you can be part of the political process in your own community. In your community. How to be part of the political process in your community. Praise God. Community. Part of the... Yeah, praise God. Yeah. Are you getting it? Praise the Lord. So, we are talking about revival. As I said, most times when we preach revival in the church, we talk about spiritual revival. But you see, there are dimensions of revival that we need to come to a knowledge of and awaken ourselves. Revival simply means awakening. Awakening. Awakening the sleeping mind. Awakening the sleeping consciousness. Your consciousness is sleep, is asleep. So you waken it. That's what revival is. This. You're spiritually, uh, 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 you're, you're not active spiritually. You need to awaken it. Praise God. So these areas are the very, very important. When you are aware how politics affects your life, then you'll be able to know how to organize yourself. We say that uh, being political revival means becoming aware of how politics affects your life, finding out ways for you, for you, to be part of part of political processes, part of the political processes in your community, part of the political processes in your community. Okay, part of the political processes in your community. You need you need to understand how it works. Don't just say it doesn't concern me. Politics affects you. Politics touches your life. You need to know how it works. Because when you know how it works, then you'll be able to know how to get involved. Praise God. Now, 
the last aspect of your revival that is important for you is what I call social revival. This is very important. Praise God. Social what? I call it social revival. Social revival. Society. We need a social revival. We need a social revival. The church is, the Bible says we are in the world, but we are not of the world. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. So what does it mean? As I said, the other type of revival we need is what? Social revival. Social revival. What does social revival imply? What does it, what does it entail? We are talking about understanding the changes that are taking place in the world. Remember we said you are in this world, but you are not of this world. Praise God. You are in this world. We are in this world, but we are not of what? This world. So if you are in this world and you are not of this world, you need to understand how this world operates to enable you to function in this world and succeed. Praise God. Otherwise, you could have gone to heaven. But God has not taken you to go and be with him. He wants you to stay here in this world right now. So you need to know how to function in this world. If you don't know, you need a revival. That wise we talk about revival is what? Reawakening yourself. Your consciousness. You need to wake up. You have lived in ignorance for too long. You need to come to your consciousness. Praise God. We said... Social revival means understanding the changes going on in the world. Understanding the changes going on in the world and how they affect you and how you can live in this world. Understanding the changes understanding the changes going on in the world in the world and how it affects you, how it affects you, and how you can you can overcome overcome them. Praise God. So now one scripture we are going to read to enable us understand this whole thing. Let's go to Ephesians chapter number 5. I said social revival has to do with understanding the changes that are going on in the world. Changes that are going on in the world and how they affect you. They affect you. Changes going on in the world and how they affect you. And how you can overcome them. This changes. Many things are happening in the world. This world, this, just this year we have had what? Coronavirus. It's affected many people. So how are you going to overcome it? We had crisis this, this year in Nigeria. NSAS protests. These are things happening in your world. How are you going to overcome it? How do you live with it? How, do you, how are you going to overcome These are things happening in society. Praise God. These are things happening where? These are things happening in the society. Praise God. So now that you live in this society, how are you going to overcome these things? How are you going to overcome them? 
Because whether you like it or not, these things are going to keep happening in one way or the other. Remember the Bible, Jesus said, you are in this world, but you are not of this world. And because you are in this world, there are many things happening in this world that will affect you. So you already know that things are going to happen. So did you prepare, have you prepared yourself for them before they came? If you're not prepared and they meet you, you will be disorganized. Praise God. And that is what is happening. Many things are happening in this world. Many Christians are losing their stand because they did not prepare themselves for it. So if you're socially alive, when these things happen, you will not be lost. Let's take a look at Ephesians chapter number 5. We'll read 15 and 17. Ephesians chapter number 5, read 15 and 16. I'll read it in King James and also read it in Amplified Version. Praise God. Ephesians chapter 5 from verse 15 and 16. And it says, I read from King James. It says, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Verse 16. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Praise God. See to it then that you do what? You walk circumspectly. Look at how it says it in Amplified. Amplified says, look carefully then how you work. Live purposefully, worthily, and accurately. Not as unwise, but as wise, sensible, intelligent people. Verse 16. Making the very most of the time, buying up each opportunity, because the days are evil. Praise God. Kawai. <laughs> the days are what? Evil. Some of you are praying that the days will come when there will be no more evil. You are wasting your time. The days are evil and the days will remain evil. Praise God. This is what Jesus said. Now, he has told us that the days are evil and the days will be the evil, but he has told us how to live to overcome it. What did he say we should do? Live circumspectly. What does it mean to live circumspect? Circumspect. Let me write it for you. Circumspect. The word circumspect. The word what? Circumspect. Say. Circumspect. I'm going to explain it to you because this is the thing. He said, live circumspectly. Because there's a way to live. If you don't understand the way to live, you'll be lost. Praise God. He said, you are in this world, but you're not of this world. So if, and this world is full of what? Evil. So if you're going to overcome this world, you need to know how to live. And how do you say we should live? We should live how? We should live how? Circumspectly. Say it. We shall live how? Circumspectly. Praise God. Hallelujah. He didn't show, he didn't say we should live anyhow. There's a way to live. Praise God. And how is it? Circumspectly. So what does it mean to live circumspect? What does it mean to live circumspect? Number one. Circumspect means being careful. Circumspect means being what? Careful. It means being what? Careful. It means to consider all circumstances. To consider 
all circumstances. All circumstances. Consider all circumstances. Consider all circumstances and possible consequences. All circumstances and possible circumspectly to consider all what circumstances and possible consequences possible consequences praise god we are talking about circumspect 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 also means being prudent being prudent circumspect means also being what prudent Aha. Uh -huh. We are studying words. Jesus told us how to live. The Bible told us how to live in this world. That if we can live the way he wants us to live, we will be able to overcome the challenges that will come. Because he said, the days are evil. And the days will remain what? Evil. Praise God. The days are evil. And the days will remain evil. Now, what does it mean to be prudent? Is the ability to govern yourself by the use of reason. Prudent. Ability to govern your life. Many people cannot govern their lives, but they want to govern the nation. Ability to govern your life by what? Use of what? Reason. Ability to govern your life by the use of what? Reason. Praise God. That's what it means to be, uh, to be prudent. I said, Jesus said, the Bible says, be, live circumspect. He said what? Live what? Circumspectly. Praise the Lord. Live circumspectly. Live worthy. And live accurately. That's what, they, how they, how them, how was it called? That's how uh, Amplified said it. He said, look carefully then how you walk. Live purposefully, worthily, and accurately. Live what? Purposefully. Are you living a purposeful life? Or are you following people? Whatever thing people are doing that you like, you start joining them. Why are you joining this group? Why are you doing this thing? What is your purpose? That purpose, is it in line with the purpose of God for your life? It says, live purposefully. Live worthily. What does it mean to live purposefully? Because there are many people who are doing things. They join a group. They join a fellowship. They join an association. Why are you there? What is it? What is it that you want? That thing that you want, is it in line with what God wants you to do? Because it's not every association you will join. And it's not because the association is bad. But that association, is it in line with what God wants you to do? And that was what it means to live seconds. Think, consider, consider, consider circumstances and possible consequences. Being careful. It's not everything that looks nice that you should take. Praise God. In this world, is it politics? It's not anywhere you join. It's not anything you join. You must learn to live what? 
circumspectly. Now we say, remember, Jesus said, we are in the world, but we are not of the world. So what are the things that are in the world? Challenges, difficulties, betrayals, poverty, sickness, disease, envy, jealousy, um, pride, lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life. These are the things that are in the world. But you are not in of the world. That means you are not part of those who are prideful, who are lustful, who are, um, who are I mean, who live anyhow. You're not. Even though you live in the midst of people who live anyhow. If you go to where people are living anyhow, must you join them? That is the thing. You are in the world, but you're not of the world. Sometimes we don't even know that we are not of this world. Praise God. Jesus, the Bible told us how to live. Because if he didn't tell us how to live, would have said, well, well, anyway, how it is. Eh? So in this month, in these 60 days of rain, we are taking a look at how to live. How to do what? How to live. We have looked at the three hours. Returning. You know why you have to return? Because all these months and years, probably you didn't even know you've missed. You know, sometimes you don't even know you've, lo- you've missed your way. You see, you'll be going, 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 going. You don't even know you've missed your way. Don Williams sings a song and says, There's no use running when you are running on the wrong road. When you're doing something, you suddenly, ah, this is not the right. What do you do? You return. If you want to go to Lagos and you enter motor going to Kano, when will you arrive in Lagos? Oh my God, I don't know. I don't know when you'll be able to arrive. But if, assuming where you're going, you suddenly reach, you get, get to um, Gombe. And you remember that you're on, ah, this motor is wrong. What do you do? Do you continue going because you've gone far? What do you want to do? You return. Because your destination, where you wanted to go, is where Lagos. So it doesn't matter how far you've gone in the wrong things. The moment you remember that you are on the wrong road, what do you do? You return. So we are returning. Praise God. And as you return, you renew, you're renewed. Are you, oh, really? Ah, okay, now, yeah. I'm on the right track. Then your strength is renewed because you know that you're on the right track. Praise God. And so the other R is what? Revival. And I've spoken to us this morning that there are four dimensions of revival that we need to be very conscious of to enable us to fulfill our mandate on earth. The first one is what? Spiritual revival. The second one is what? Economic revival. The third one is what? Political revival. And the final one is what? Social revival. And I explained to us that social revival is about the way understanding how, what is going on in the world. How this world operates. is a social system. How does it operate? How are you going to survive in this world? Social means relationship with other people. Relationship with other people. How are you going to relate with people and see maintain your sanity as a Christian person? Praise God. And that's why he told us in Ephesians chapter number 5, verse 6, verse 15 and 16, how to live. Say we should walk circumspectly. Say look carefully. Look what? Carefully. Don't just jump into things. Look before you leap. Observe. 
Take, examine what you want to do. Is it worth it? Is it in line? Does it agree with the will of God? Does it, will it glorify God? Will it praise God? Or you just want to do it because that's what your friends are in? That's what is raining? That's what everybody is doing? You are not everybody. Praise God. Say, I'm not everybody. I'm, not everybody. I'm a child of God. Child. It's not everything I should do. And it's not everywhere I should go. It's not every association I should join. Praise God. Unless I am joining them to be able to reach them for Christ. That's all. Jesus came into this world. He doesn't belong to this world. But he came here because of us. In the same way you can join a place because you want to use it as a platform, as an opportunity to be a blessing to people inside there. Then it is allowed. Then it is permitted. Praise God. So he said, told us how to live in this world. Yeah, what did he tell? What did he tell us? What did he say about this word? This word is what evil. The days are evil, ladies and gentlemen. The days are not going to be less evil. You hear what I said? Twenty twenty one is not going to be less evil. It will be full of evil. So you need to prepare. If anybody told you that twenty twenty will be full of this kind of evil. That coronavirus will be here. That you have answers. That people will destroy public property. That people running up and if anybody told you, would you believe it? But it is here. So how are you going to survive? In the same way, 2020 is going to be difficult. But you need to prepare. Praise God. Because the Bible says, a thousand by your left, ten thousand by your right hand, it shall not come near you. Praise God. Only with your ear will you hear the destruction of the wicked. Why? Because you have made the Lord your trust and your confidence. So we are building your capacity to have your confidence in the Lord, not in the system, not in the world system, not in Nigeria's system. Have your confidence in the Lord. So you can live in this country, live in this world, and survive and succeed according to God's standard for you. May you find your way in this world in the mighty name of Jesus. May you be revived spiritually. May you be revived economically. May you be revived politically. And may you be revived Revive socially so that you fulfill God's support for your life in Jesus' mighty name. Praise God. I'm Pastor Joseph Ibebe, and I believe that the word of God has gotten across to you and that you will fulfill God's purpose for your life in Jesus' mighty name. Praise God. This is Great Family Chapel. May the Lord bless you in Jesus' mighty name.